Hello to everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna say it's Saturday, May first? It's Saturday, May first. And what is it time for? For chance. The weekly Shabbat Shindig! Today on Shabbat Shindig, we will indubitably have our usual weekly features. This day in Jewish history. Today's big birthday. Updates on some of this week's biggest stories. An enormously popular feature. How? How? I, you know, the script still wishes you a happy birthday, Thucydides, but that's <laughs> oh, just, yeah, I'm, leaving, that. I'm leaving that in there permanently. That's just a feature yeah, of the Shindig you. script. Yeah, one day a year, you'll be perfectly prepared. No, I don't think his birthday is going to be on a Saturday next year. Oh, next year, I think it's. Uh, I One think it's from now so on. Often. In seven years, it'll be accurate. There you go. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing today? Uh, great, great. Good. Beautiful day here in Nicholasville. I'm not. I'm not playing the usual theme music because I have another thing teed up for later in the broadcast. That's in the middle of uh, one of your uh, readings, and I don't want to lose my place in that. It was hard Fair to enough. find, okay? Fair enough. All right. On this date in 1895, the home of Mr. and Mrs. Samuel Zuckerman at 71 East 109th Street, New York, was robbed with articles lost in the theft, including three heavy silver candlesticks worth 100 bucks and a gold watch worth 50 bucks. The thief was their son, Bernard, who left a note in the mailbox saying that he had committed the robbery and including the pawn ticket he'd gotten in exchange for the candlesticks. In court, it turned out that young Bernard Zuckerman was one of a group of 40 young thieves trained in New York by a woman who'd been kicked out of Poland for training a group of young thieves. On this date, 1902, the United States House of Reps passed the Goldfogel Resolution, which called upon the Secretary of State to find out whether Russia was barring American Jews who wanted to visit. The Goldfogel Resolution is such a good phrase. It should really be about something more That's memorable. A, Don't you think? I, mean, really quite I, you know, I would like to have a band called the Goldfogel Resolution. Mm. I think that it would be a That's klezmer ska good. band. That's a great idea. Yeah. On this date in 1950, a Pulitzer Prize was awarded to the musical South Pacific, the score of which was the work of the great Jewish composer Oscar Hammerstein, which brings me to my favorite knock-knock joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who there? Sam and Janet. Sam and Janet, who? Sam and Janet, evening. You may meet a stranger. So sorry I asked. And on this date in 1956, the polio vaccine developed by Jewish scientist Jonas Salk was made available to the general public. A big thing, a good thing. Today's celebrity birthdays include singers Judy Collins and Rita Coolidge. Golfer Stuart Appleby. 
Former Major League catcher Charlie O'Brien. Do you remember him? He was on the Mets for a little bit and on the Braves. You remember him, Sue? No? I'm ringing a bell. Okay. All right. And Mets pitcher Marcus Stroman, who pitched great last night, but gave up two unearned runs on a wild pitch on a third strike and hurt his hamstring, which will not be the only baseball hamstring injury we mentioned today. Have you been watching the Mets, Stu? I've been trying. They are so painful. It's just difficult. it's just excruciating. It's I, difficult. I can't stay in the same room with the TV a lot of the time. It just it's it's too tough. It's not healthy for your TV. No. No. And now to return to stories covered earlier on Jewishish. You wrote rewrote that. Really? Yeah. It's different? Yeah, it's used to be. Oh, this week. Yeah, I can't. We don't do very many stories per week. I can't confine myself to one week anymore because we're not using a script. And now, yeah, whatever it is. We reported back in February on country singer Morgan Wallen's temporary banishment from Saturday Night Live because of a racial slur. Wallen has since had great success and is a finalist in five categories at this year's Billboard Music Awards, but has been banned from that ceremony because of the slur. Back on February 28th, Jewishes predicted that a then-prominent story would turn out to merit additional scrutiny. In more dog-related news, let's all celebrate that Lady Gaga's dog walker is apparently going to make a recovery and that some other lady not named Gaga found the dogs and returned them to Lady Gaga. But there's something fishy about this story and you can count on Jewishish to keep an eye on the story until we forget it about, we forget about it entirely and move on to other things that that's are really what even less important. Right. Yeah. We, that's, this has been a big story in our household. The two, you and I have been really discussing the ins and outs of the dog walking. Focus on it by laser beams. Laser beams. I would, forget, I would predict that by Wednesday we'll have no recollection of it whatsoever. I already forget what yeah. we're talking about. Well, this week, five people were arrested for that crime, including, and remember how we said something seemed fishy when the dogs were returned? Including the woman who returned the stolen dogs for the reward, who turns out to have been involved with the father of one of the guys who's now charged with attempted murder. If you want to be able to unravel these stories before they unravel themselves, listen to Jewishish, or follow Dion Warwick's Twitter feed, or maybe read Popular Mechanics. Any of those will do, I think. And on Monday, we declared Arizona Diamondback Cole Calhoun to be our new favorite player because of his cheerful reaction to the seated, bespectacled kid who stole a foul ball from him in a game against the Braves. On Tuesday, Calhoun injured his hamstring while stealing a base against San Diego, and he'll be out for six to eight weeks. That's clearly on us, and I we think, would like to issue a formal apology. Yeah, I think there's officially now a Jewishish curse. Yeah. I think we have to be very careful about who we select as our favorite player because that that was really quick we said it on monday and on tuesday the guy goes out for two months i mean that 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 if that isn't proof of a curse i don't know what is it's impressive i'll grant you i i was i went golfing the other day i jumped out of the golf cart and and, and hurt both of my hamstrings really no kidding simultaneously practically getting out of the golf cart well, I, I like to say jumped out of the golf cart. Yeah, you I, I, you don't jump. Do well, you, that's what my, my hamstring says. Yeah, Jews don't jump. That's not a thing. Yeah. And f although jumping Jews would be another good name for a band. And finally, our most popular feature of all, the famous, the stupendous, and the irritating, how many, how many, how many Jews, 
How many, how many, how many do? How many, how many, how many do? How many do? I was waiting for a sound to come out of you there. Our How Many Jews segment for today takes us to Site Y, as it was known in the 1940s, Los Alamos, New Mexico, home to the secret Manhattan Project, a very dark note in Jewish history, because many of the scientists recruited to develop the first atomic weapon were Jewish. In fact, one of them, Jay Wexler, recalled in the 1990s about Los Alamos 50 years before, quote, Jewish names were everywhere, yet you really never knew who was Jewish. Oppenheimer, Feynman, and Teller, some of the project's most famous scientists, were Jewish. Would we think they would have stood out in Los Alamos County in the mid-1940s when they represented only about 1% of the population of 10,000? Abraham Scheindling thought the Jews of Los Alamos stood out enough to be counted, as he did for his 1958 book, History of the Los Alamos Jewish Center. For this week's How Many Jews question, we ask, how many Jews Scheindling listed as having lived in Los Alamos between 1945 and 1948? A, all 10,000 people. It was all Jews. That's That's why they did the Manhattan Project there. B, 111. C, 200,000. D, Did you know that the first mayor of Albuquerque in the 1890s was Jewish and that after having inherited a town bedeviled by shootings and opium abuse and lacking streets, sewers, a water system, or a police department, Henry Jaffe was a successful mayor who went on to serve in the U.S. Congress? Go figure. Yeah. It was called Newtown then. It wasn't called Albuquerque. Really? Have you well, ever been have, to Have you ever been to Albuquerque? Several times. Really? We're yeah. going to pass through there. We think this summer on the way to the Grand Canyon. We have friends who live there, and we may stop in and have breakfast oh, with them or yeah, something. You, um, you must talk to me. I have several recommendations uh, of, of lots of places around there. Good. Excellent. If, Good. if you have some spare time. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, my my responses here. Um, you're not giving me a lot of choices. Um, I don't think all 10,000... Yeah, can I interrupt you for just a second? No. How, okay. easy, how easy do you think it is to find 111 Jews every week? Okay? You and your choices. Well, that's you know. exactly what I'm trying to decide, how, how long it took you to find this one. <laughs> um, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out by what means you found this one. Um, maybe you'll give us that info. But it, I, I don't think this took as long as last week's. Um, no, last week's was all week. Last week, yeah. I started the week before and, and finished <laughs> finished roughly at the time that co-host number two finishes his Murray's. All right. Well, then you did. All right. If it involves some effort, then um, it seems unlikely to me that all 10,000 citizens of Albuquerque, or as you say, Newton, Newtown. Yes. Were Jewish. I just don't think that's feasible. Um, certainly a nuclear war would have broken out before that, if that were the case. Um, 200,000 thereby seems way too many. Good call. And, Good call. And, I like your way of thinking. Uh-huh. Um, D, you know, of course, is a, uh, 
is a, is a gimme. Um, should we have to resort away from B, um, 111? 1% 1 of 10,000 is about 111-ish. I'll go with B. 111 were Jewish. So I just want to give a shout out to the Los Alamos Jewish Center, which seems to have undertaken the greatest historical self-scrutiny of any small organization in the history of the world. There are things you can find out about the Los Alamos Jewish Center that I don't know about close relatives, you know? And so <laughs> I, need to, I need to give them credit for this, for the, you know, so what I, what I don't really understand, I, we need some time to get on the program somebody who really understands how Google works. Oh, because I'm sure I can do that. Oh, we'll get the maestro on. Because I need him to explain to me why when I searched for 111 Jews a couple weeks ago or a couple of months ago, this thing about Los Alamos didn't come up at all. And now it's one of the first things that comes up. So there's something about the algorithm that is uh, confusing to me, but maybe the Maestro can explain this. Uh, so I think we've gotten through once again. And oh, uh, yes, what? You're going with D? Okay. So uh, I want to point out an important uh, milest milestone that Zoom Girl, if you combine the two different YouTube versions, is now up over a thousand views. It has now eclipsed a thousand views. Are you aware of that? I was aware of this, yes. Yeah. So I think that's a big milestone. And um, I also want to note that uh, I want to thank our listeners because Jewish listenership reached its highest point according to the um, metrics that uh, Anchor provides uh, during this past month. During the month of April, we reached an apex in number of total individual listeners. Our female listenership has plummeted from 14% to 13%, but we're really hanging in there in the 60-year-old and above listenership. And I want to thank uh, all my fellow senior citizens for keeping our demographics high. <laughs> I know that makes co-host number two just delighted. Yeah. Wait, say that again. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, I, wait, I got to regulate the sound here. Go ahead, Thu. Let's see if we can get some 70 and 80-year-olds in. Well, the problem is that Anchor's demographic isn't that detailed. Uh, demographic information isn't that detailed. So we wouldn't know it unless we had... Unless they're willing to uh, tweet to us on uh, at Bickers The. But uh, that's, that's something to hope for. All right, so, uh, Thu, I believe you're responsible for uh, the Murray this Monday. I am, and I, I think I'm looking. I won't. I think I'm looking at the one. Um, really? You got a Murray? I think I already got a Murray, a good one. Good. And do you want to give us a little golf preview? Um, I, yeah, I do. They're playing the Valspar Championship in Palm Bay, Florida. Defending champions uh, Paul Casey did not make the cut. But Keegan Bradley and Sam Burns are battling it out. Um, with They're actually through 17 today, so just one more hole today. And Max Homa, um, a Jewish's favorite, is yes. in third place, two strokes back. All right, so we're all in for Max Homa today. He's playing beautifully. Let's, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> 
And do you care? Do you care about the Kentucky Derby? I don't. No, I think it's yeah. either happening now, or has happened, or will have happened. It's yes, today. Yes, I saw that it was going to happen. They planned on happening. Yes, but that doesn't really concern us. Nor does the NFL draft. Are there any Jewish horses? I don't know, but I I would guarantee you that two thirds of the owners. Good I feel con- I feel confident about that. Very good point. All right, so that is Jewishish right. for uh, Saturday, May the first. Happy May, everyone! Happy May Day. We're approaching Star Wars Day. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Hope it's as sunny where you all are as it is here in um, Virginia. Is it sunny in Nicholasville? Very sunny, seventy-five. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, Beautiful golf weather. Take care of those hamstrings. We'll do. We'll do.